Worship at Home, Sunday the 19th of June 2022, the first Sunday after Trinity. The Bible reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verses 26 to 39. Then they arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met Jesus. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he did not live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the wilds. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these, so he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swine herds saw what had happened, they ran, ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So Jesus got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I begin my reflection today by admitting I find it quite hard to preach on this passage, simply because there is so much to discuss and so many themes to expound, it's difficult to know what direction to go in. Some of those themes, for example, are Jesus crossing boundaries. He's just come from his homelands of Galilee, um, over into an area of the Gentiles. He's crossing a boundary here, going beyond the remit of his ministry before. It's also, this passage comes straight after Jesus calming the storm as they crossed the lake. So another theme that comes out of that is that Jesus calming is not just a metaphysical thing, but a personal thing as he goes from calming a storm to calming a man. Another theme that comes out is Jesus giving us back our identity when we're lost, which we might see in the person 
of this man possessed by demons. And also, another theme popularly preached on is Jesus calling us to witness from the place that we are at. Although begging to follow Jesus and go with him, Jesus tells him to stay in this place of the Gentiles, in his home. And that man becomes a witness, uh, a disciple or apostle in his own right, telling the Gentiles of Jesus and the healing he has experienced. So the theme I will focus on for the next few minutes is our identity. I begin by reading a short excerpt from a reflection by theologian Christopher Herbert. He says this. What all can agree on is that the man wandering around the graveyard dressed in rags, rattling his broken chains, was a profoundly disturbed soul. A man who terrified his neighbours, a man so deranged and so disruptive of himself and others, that he could only exist on the furthest outskirts of civilization, in a graveyard. Then notice what happens. Jesus asks his name. He recognises that the man has a precious identity. He is named by Jesus as a fellow human being. The man replies to Jesus' question with a kind of dark wit. My name is Legion. In other words, he sees himself as being thousands of people. His identity is the size of a Roman legion. It's a subtle, powerful, dramatic moment for the man who is possessed calls himself by the name of the occupying power, the political power that possesses the land. No other words are spoken, either by the man or Jesus, but in that encounter... With Jesus, the man's most innermost, raging, tumultuous self is brought to stillness and peace. Jesus brings this man back to himself, to his own identity as a loved child of God. The demons thereafter are cast out from him. He is in his right mind. Some years ago, I took part in an exploration of this passage. It was actually performed um, as persons in the story. So I was playing the role of a local, watching on the events, and I expressed my shock, wonder, fear, and even some anger that my neighbours had lost his pigs and his livelihood with it into the sea, which represented chaos in those days explaining why I thought Jesus had to leave after this encounter. Another participant played the man possessed. He did it very well, but he did it as a man with a mental health condition, perhaps what today we might call dissociative personality disorder. It didn't matter that it was a good performance. It made me feel very uncomfortable, unhappy even. You see, I've had my own experience of being under psychiatric care 20 years ago with what was debilitating and life-threatening postnatal depression. So I don't really see any situation where it is right to equate evil, demon possession, whether biblical or modern, with mental health conditions. I was not possessed or even mad. I was unwell. 
and that was very much true for all the friends and sometimes colourful characters I met on my journey through mental health care. No, this is not about mental health conditions, but it is about identity. I once explained to somebody about my faith. Well, you can take away a lot from me. If I have to describe myself and don't describe myself as daughter or sister, wife or mother or even priest, I remain child of God, friend of Jesus, loved. I think of it a bit like being a stick of rock with a word running all the way through. Cut me in half and the word faith would be writ all the way through me. That's my identity in Christ. And that is the lostness that we see in this man calling himself Legion. He's confused, torn, conflicted. And there are times, perhaps in our own lives, where we can all feel like that to an extent. Perhaps even those roles I've just mentioned in my own life, daughter, sister, wife, mother, priest, can make us feel stretched, torn, particularly if there is conflict in any of them or our work situations, what we do. We can feel like there's so much going on in it. We can begin to feel lost. Jesus gives us back our identity. He calls us by name and in that we can feel that stillness and peace. He reminds us of our rootedness in God alone. So perhaps then the message to take today from this passage is not to see this man possessed by demons as other, other time, other place, other life, other nationality, but to relate to his need, the same as ours, to know his name, to hold our identity in Christ alone. Amen. So let us pray, bringing to God who loves us all our prayers and concerns for the church and for the world. God of compassion, take our hearts of stone and give us feeling hearts, even for those who feel like other, who feel different. Help us to find that that is the same as we are all children of one God, so that we as the church may be more responsive to the needs and sorrows around us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of wisdom, teach all in authority. Inspire those who lead. Protect each nation from evil. And further each right decision. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of tenderness, we pray and ask you to dwell in our homes, not just through times of joy, but through our heartaches and sadness. Teach us to show one another the love that you show to us. 
and we pray for your healing spirit to be poured upon situations of grieving and sadness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of wholeness, speak into the despair and loneliness of all who struggle with life and its troubles. As we hold before you all those who are on our hearts today, those who are sick or ill at home or in hospital, those who are experiencing mental health troubles, illness or stress, Reassure, affirm and encourage them and alert us to the ways we can help in an accepting, understanding and meaningful way because we are not other. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of peace, be with the dying and as you welcome those who have died in faith into the full life of your kingdom, we too remember them with thanks and love. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. God of truth, help us to keep your law of love and to walk in the ways of wisdom that we may find true life in Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. So we share together in the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast, Worship at Home, with Reverend Lucy Lunn. If you would like to receive weekly links to my podcasts, do get in touch through the Anchor podcast website or at revlucylun at btinternet.com. Goodbye.